flour, sugar, butter, eggs, milk, cream, and fresh strawberries. Kira recited the listener head as she kneaded the bread, the things she always seemed to use faster than even her most generous predictions. Strawberries, cream, milk, eggs, sugar, butter, and flour. The bell at the door jingled, and Kira ducked her head around the kitchen door. She smiled to see it was Dr. Ripner. He smiled back. I'll be with you in just a moment. Take your time. She put the dough in a covered bowl to prove, and wiped the excess flour off her hands as she walked towards the counter. Good morning, Doctor. What can I do for you today? He hummed and thrummed his fingers on the display case as he peered inside. Uh, I don't know. Something... romantic? The last word came out as a squeak, and Kira's smile crinkled her eyes. She touched her necklace. Have you any news for me, Doctor? Ah, uh, well... His ears went red. Tell you what, I bit my cheek the other day, and it still feels a bit out of sorts. I will give you these macarons. There are eight flavors in here, including two with flowers I grew myself. If that doesn't scream romance, I don't know what will. In return, do you promise to give me every fluffy little detail while you're looking in my mouth? Let's say Tuesday at three o'clock? His smile was a mode embarrassed, but he readily agreed. The bread was still proofing. Kira took out the eggs and stand mixer and began preparing meringues. She thought about piping rose and strawberry filling into the shells. Fresh strawberries, eggs, butter, sugar, cream, and milk. And she would have to make more macarons. Though not urgently, there was still one box left. The bell rang again. Kira ducked her head out. It was one of the kids from the house beside hers, the ones that did internet videos. He was gasping in breaths like a man drowning and had to stop and lean against the door. Suddenly, she was back to her youth that day. Hungry. So hungry, it felt like a hole inside her, eating, eating her stomach, her intestines, and across from her a boy. The one she had sworn to care for, to protect, his bright eyes dulled, gasping, gasping like a man drowned, but not for air. Do you have a long stand? It's urgent. She blinked herself back to the present, fiddling with her necklace. Flour, butter, sugar, fresh strawberries. It took an extra moment to process what he was asking, but when she did, she giggled. Oh dear. Who asked you for that? He swallowed. Jake. Why did Jake think you could find it here? I don't know, it's for like cakes or something, right? There was a white-knuckle panic about him that caught her off guard. Her smile faltered. Your friend might be doing a video about vintage pranks, she explained gently. This is called a fool's errand, though usually you would ask for a long stand at a hardware store. The fellow you would ask would tell you to wait, and then come back and ask if that was long enough, because you'd be standing for a long time. A long stand. Sometimes it's a long wait, but I suppose that would not work even slightly here. The kid swallowed. I'm supposed to get a long wait from the place on Main Street. There you go, then. It's a good idea for a video. I'd love to see it when you're finished. He didn't relax. He stared at the display case. Beads of sweat swelled up on his forehead and trickled down his neck. He looked up at her with a quiet kind of desperation. I need a long stand, he whispered. She opened her mouth, not really sure how else to explain it. 
He did remind her of Michael, her brother. They didn't look alike, not really, but it was there in the square of his shoulders, the way determination set his jaw. Are they filming now? she asked. I don't know. Don't look! If they are, don't look! Okay, she said softly. Okay, tell you what. I'm going to work on the meringues I've got in the kitchen. I'll come out in a minute and finish the prank. Then you go out to your friend, acting confused. It'll be like I never told you. He sighed and relaxed, then nodded. Kira held up a finger to indicate that she would be right back, and then went back to working on her meringues. When they were in the oven and she returned to him, he thanked her and arranged his face into a comically perplexed expression before leaving empty-handed. Sugar, flour, butter, milk, cream, fresh strawberries. Oh, and eggs. She would have to put a bulk order in soon. She wandered into the walk-in and checked if there was anything else she needed. Vanilla pods and chocolate. But there were plenty of digestive biscuits. It might be time to make a cheesecake. The bell above the door did not ring. From her place in the freezer, Kira almost didn't hear a delicate, unmistakable throat-clearing noise from the shop floor. She took a moment to breathe, calm her nerves, and think rationally. There were plenty of reasons why she might be here. Plenty of reasons that had nothing to do with her conversation with Sam. Plenty of reasons. Flour, sugar, butter, eggs, cream, and fresh strawberries. She stepped out to the front room with a bright smile, and Dorothy McInerney nodded to her in greeting. Have you seen Agatha? Of the thoughts that were swirling around in Kira's mind, many of them were things that Dorothy might say to her. This, somehow, was not one of them. Hmm? Oh, yes, I saw her on my way into work today. Hmm. Kira could have sworn she saw Dorothy's brow almost furrow, but when she looked again, her face was as smooth and serene as ever. You must be proud. Yes, very proud. Just the bread for today, Kira. Of course, Dorothy. Flour. Sugar. Butter. Eggs. Milk. Cream. And fresh strawberries. And a little bit of courage. Neighborly is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 international license. Three Customers at the Sweet Tooth Bakery was written by Matthew O.K. Smith and Soundscape by Matthew O.K. Smith with dialogue editing by Kirsty Robson, music by Alex Schwartz, and art by Cloudy Appleart. The narrator is voiced by Matthew O.K. Smith. Neighborly has been nominated for three categories in the finals of the 2021 Audioverse Awards. Voting is open right now on audioverseawards.net and will stay open until New Year's of 2022. You can vote for us in the Storyteller of a New Production, New Story-Based Production, and Writing of a New Production categories, and we sincerely hope you will. Make sure to check out the other finalists, as it has been a competitive award season and they are all very worthy works of audio fiction. We recommend Aurora Everlasting, Hello from the Hallowoods, The Godfrey Audio Guide, The Silk Verses, and Stella Firma. Thank you for listening. Come back soon.